0: Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Tamar Anderson, and we are talking about a topic that, oh gosh, stepping in to the boss role. Because as solopreneurs, that can be something that we're like, oh, I don't know. I am the boss. Like, what's happening? So this is the conversation we need. We need to hear. Because Seriously. mama, you are the CEO. You are the CEO of your family. You are the CEO of your business. You are the CEO of your life. So- we're going to step into it and own it. So before we dive in, I would love to welcome Talmar to the podcast. It's so great to have you. Oh, thank you, Amy. I'm so excited to be here with you. Me too. I'm so excited to have you. So before we dive in, (laughs) yes, exactly. Tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Absolutely.
1: I appreciate that. So uh, my name is Talmar Anderson. And I am uh, the joyful, happy, blessed owner of Boss Actions. We are a hiring strategy and boss best practices firm, which means that we get to train, consult, and empower business owners and their managers to build, lead, and celebrate with kick-ass teams because- This is why we built it. We want to work with the kind of people we want. We want to be able to impact clients in a bigger way. And we absolutely have to have the right people around us influencing our success so that we can get there without burning out, which I know you and your audience are a little attracted to. Oh, yes. You know, it's like we're addicted to it. But
0: when you have the right people around Mm. you, that right there is a game changer. And I absolutely love it. So where do
1: we even start? To oh, it's like, I already, I already have a comment. Like, oh, so yeah. that's the whole point, right? Like that's the big aha, right? We're already, we're going to be done five minutes and you can turn off. I'm kidding. We'll have a great conversation. But <laughs> big thing I want everyone to know is exactly what you said, right? When we surround ourselves with the right people, it's easy, it's fun, it's profitable and you can do it exactly the way you want. But what we tell ourselves is that we have to, hire the first person to come in with brushed teeth because I, that way I just made the hire. And then we create some really bad habits of believing that we can change or teach everybody a whole career in a time frame that's not going to sink our business. And as small business owners, it's just not the same hiring process as it is for corporations. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh
0: my yeah. gosh, it absolutely does. And I feel like we've told ourselves these stories that it mm-hmm. it needs to be this certain way or because, you know, I came from corporate, I came from nine to five. This is what we
1: always did.
0: Mm-hmm. It's different with a small business. It is. What difference do you well, see?
1: The main ones are, right, we're small business. We don't have the resources. We can't afford to hire five people put them through a 12-week training program to see which two are not going to wash out, right? And so uh, not that that's a good hiring practice corporations. Honestly, you guys should call me too. But uh, small business, we have to be much more specific. We have to take the time before the hire to really make sure that we're getting the right people in. And I feel like most business owners feel like they don't have a sense of, power or control around the hiring process, that they feel like it's a luck of the draw situation. And let me tell you, there are ways to stack that deck. So I want people to understand you have far more control of the people you let influence your success. And that's true of whether we're talking about hiring coaches, vendors, independent contractors, or direct report employees.
0: Ooh, I love that, that these strategies can be used for all of those. They can, it's your team. Yes, exactly. And we forget that we have control over that. You don't want, even if it is a subcontractor, you don't want someone that you're having to babysit day in and day out. They're supposed to be making your life easier. You shouldn't have to feel like it's a constant uphill
1: battle. Yeah. And and, and, And I totally get it. So there's two reasons that I think we get ourselves into those relationships. Um, the first one is we've been taught that a good referral is a good referral. But the truth of the matter is a good referral is a good starting place. And if we've taken the time to really make sure that we've got a, a clear vision of what success is for whatever we're hiring for, and that we've, we've created a process where we can have them prove to us with the reasonable amount of you know, of understanding that they can deliver the results that we need for our business with our clients, with the way we want to see it. If we take the time to vet all that, by the time we start to sign engagements or offer them a position before we start giving the money, we should be able to go, I believe this person can deliver what we want, when we want and how we want it. And so I think that people are just like, well, you know, Amy introduced me. I'm sure this is going to be a great SEO person. Well, this SEO person is great for Amy and her audience and her business. That doesn't mean it's going to work the same for you. Oh, so good. Because I,
0: something you mentioned just then, having that clear vision of success. What does that look like to you? Because I, I see that so often with clients. They're like, well, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know yeah. what my goals are. Until we're super clear
1: on that.
0: i not right well, there. Well, and
1: it's, and one, I, I got to be honest. I don't think that most people are taking the time to really sit down with themselves and define success. Agreed. So that's an easy thing that you can make time to do. But I think the other point is they keep telling themselves a story. How could I possibly hire an SEO person when I don't even really understand SEO. I just know that I want to get my page, uh, my company's website ranked on the first page. well, if you if you know the result, well, then we know that that's the definition of success, right? We want to look for somebody that has experience that we can prove out through conversation or reference checks or doing our homework. And really make sure that they're delivering the kind of results because let's be clear, getting Coca-Cola rated on the first page is different than getting Boss Actions, my company, rated on the first page. And so um, I think we're just shortcutting ourselves because we want to hire expertise or authorities or people that'll get it done or just get it done faster. And we're not taking time to understand that our needs are specific to us and our clients. And that's the main reason we became business owners. We want to do it our way. So you don't need to know everything before you hire an authority, but you do need to take a minute or three hours To really define what you're looking for and what those results will look like. How often do you want to hear from your SEO people? How do you want to be communicated with? Um, How long do you think is a reasonable time? And be open to the authority saying, well, that's nice that you want that in two weeks, Telmar. That's not real, right? So uh, I think that there's a lot more opportunity um, to just in all the ways that we spend money to get the right people around us take far more control and just put a little planning and time behind it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that easy. And I think so many times we just, we forget that we are the ones in control and we yeah. can design our business
1: to look however we want it to look. Yes. We we just give that power away. I know. I know. And it, you know, and it, because it's a lot, the truth of the matter is business owners, you know, probably only the second, only second in place to being a mom, right? No offense, dads. That's good too. I'm sure that's in the ranking there. But, um, but this, you know, it's just so much, we can get overwhelmed with learning and doing and all the things. And what we know is the sooner we learn to identify success, attract the right people, vet them through a proven process that's repeatable, and then set them up for by motivating or meeting them or managing them so that you can continually be there to support them. If we take these steps, that's how we get there faster without burning out. But not everybody's out there, not everybody's teaching this, and of course that's why we're we're trying to spread the word far and wide. You can learn the process. It's not hiring is not some magical thing that you're born with. Yes, there are some people that are good at reading humans, and that's what lends them to be you know faster at learning the process but it's a process and it really has to start with the business owner even if you hire someone to help you with hiring you still have to be able to sit with yourself and understand what well, how will i know this person's successful what do i want to see from them and that takes time and energy
0: right and being super clear on it that right there
1: unlocks so much power and and it gets you to the yes and no it gets you nice. to you know nice. you know Yes, this person's right for me. No, this person's not right for me. And it also takes a little bit of that emotion out of it. Because, you know, when they interview you, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, that Amy, I love her. I totally want to hang out with her and be your best friend. So I'm just going to hire her. I'm sure she can figure it out. And instead, when you use a repeatable process like we have built in bossification, you get to learn how the steps are. So my rule is always if your gut says, "Mm, I don't know, there's something a little off, you stop the recruiting process of that candidate and move on to the next. But if your gut's like, I'm in love with Amy, I have to hire her. You have to go to the beginning of your process and prove that to be true. Because liking yes. a person is not a good reason to throw thousands of dollars at them. It's not going to help your business.
0: That That is such a good point. And I'm so glad that you made it because as women, we put the emotion into things. It's just what we do. You know, it is a fact. But when you can really take that emotion out. And this, this applies. So I feel like every aspect of business, you know, even if it really, it really does. You know, when it's just an experiment, you're seeing what's working, what's not working. Okay. We're going with what's working and we're going to pour into that even more. We need to take the emotion out of it.
1: So because I think, I think we honor the emotion if I may, I I think it's not a bad thing to have emotion. It's just, you have to put protocols in place That makes sure you're not, you know, your spider sense isn't extra tingly and receptive that day, right? Like, everybody seems so fabulous. I'm having a great day, right? You know, if I win the Powerball, I'm pretty sure everybody I meet that day is going to be amazing. I don't care who they are or what they're doing. So sometimes we bring energy into things that aren't really relevant. Same is true as if we have bad feelings. We're like, but all the numbers are here. Maybe I was having a bad day. So you might go through an interview with somebody. But I think that if we just take a little more time and we understand that we can step into it with clarity, it, it just, you know, the overwhelm for business owner comes when they have too many choices, when they're unsure. And oftentimes that lack of clarity is because they haven't really sitting down to say what you want, right? Like all the vision work, beautiful people that are out there, all your business coaches that are out there, they're saying, we have to create the vision. We have to be clear. We have to know where we're driving to. And that's specifically true when you're hiring and going to give people money from your business.
0: You right. know, and you're going
1: to ask them to represent you, right? We're going to ask them to be like, put your reputation on the line. It's just, it's something that I want. And here's, here's the real big pivot. Can I? Yeah, the please big do. Pivot, I, yeah. Instead, instead of, you know, I'm kind of coming down hard on the power and, and take control, which I am. I'm very direct with my bosses, right? We, we have to do the work or not. It's totally okay, but this is the work. But here's the best part. When you have an amazing team. You are so excited. You cannot wait to show up to your team meetings. You cannot wait to delegate. Yeah, I'll say that one again. When you have the right team, you are excited to delegate because you know you've got somebody that will do it as good or better and you don't have to do it, right? If you are sitting there right now working with anybody that you're like, "Uh, I don't know, maybe I should just do it. It'll be faster if I do it. Mm -mm, You don't trust that person. They're not the right hire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love how you put that. Let's
0: honor our emotions. I really like that. I'm going to run with that one. You know, honestly. Do it, Take it. It's yours. (laughs) But if you think about it, you know, energy is so contagious. If you're surrounded by a whole bunch of Debbie Downers throughout your day, I don't know about Mm. you, but that just pulls me down. Whereas if I am surrounded by the people that you were describing that like, I'm ready. Like, here, I know you're going to do this even better than I can do. You're showing up better for your business. I mean, it's just going to expedite your growth even so much more rapidly because you've taken the time to be super clear and onboard
1: Mm -hmm. the right people for you. And you're... Okay, so now now let's get into our teaching moment. So if you have a pen, grab it. So there are four ways every higher needs to align. So we have the first one that everybody's talking about is culture, right? This is really, this creates ease in your business. And if they align with your culture, it's how we all get along. It's like that we're all, we're all motivated. You know, we're either all the kind of people who like to show up early and work late, or we're we're the people that believe in life balance and family first, or there's an, a culture, a core value. And that's one that everybody's talking about, but we really have four things. The second is obviously the position itself. skill sets, experiences, right? We have to find people that have already done it. You are a small business owner. You do not have time to teach someone how to build a career. You don't have the, you don't have six, nine, 12 months to teach someone how to do a job well. because the reality is, the majority of hires will stay with you for 18 to 36 months. That's where our society is right now. And it's not about you being a bad boss or them being, you know, jumping around ditzy person. Our society's created a world where people kind of leave the boss before they get hurt and lose their 401k and their, you know, life careers. People traditionally don't graduate with business. I would graduate. That would be retire. I know what I was trying to say. Retire with the company. So, so I always make the joke, don't invest in gold watches. If you have people that stay with you, that's great and a testament to you and the way you lead. And that is amazing. But the truth is the majority of people you have, if you only could get 18 months of a great hire, would you still be happy? I know I would. I'd be like, please bring them on. But what that means is your training process to bring them into your world really has to be 60 to 90 days at most. Because if they're not providing 80 to 100% of what you need from hiring right now, to your business, then it's probably not the right hire. And so we got to start back over. So we're still not getting the results that we needed. We can't wait too long. Our business gets stuck with every wrong hire. It's okay to make wrong hires, but we have to move through them quickly. So, okay. So we've got the first one was um, culture. The second one was position. The third alignment, Amy, is you, the boss, right? Didn't you become a business owner because you want to work with the kind of people you like and don't don't want to do with the others, right? So if we know that that's the case and we want to be a boss, so it's funny, you said something earlier about being, you don't want a bunch of Debbie Downers. The joke I make is boss action is militantly positive. Like we are, all of my team, all of us, we, we, we see possibilities. We really don't go, well, all is lost. Oh my God, this is so horrible. We're never going to do the clients are going to be so on unha- like nothing. Like all of us are like, okay, well, what if we do this? And what if we do that? And we can see the possibilities, but that's important to me. And then the second, um, the second piece of that building it for yourself, boss, this is the slowest I talk. I've got a cold, so I'm talking slowly, but I will tell you when I am with my team and I am jazzed and I am excited and we're making plans you should hear the speed with which I talk. So that means I have to hire people that can absorb information quickly. They don't have to talk as fast as I do, but they do need to be able to keep up with me. So I'm not constantly going back and repeating, constantly going back and repeating, constantly going back and repeating myself. That would drive me crazy and take the joy factor out of being a business owner, right? So if we hire people we like to work with, that gets the joy back into our company. And then the last thing is you have to align with your clients. There are so many people out there that have hangups about the kind of people you serve. If you serve corporations, a corporation ruined their parents and they lost their house over it, right? Or if you serve, you know, I don't know, uh, a tobacco company, They have a family member that died from lung cancer or, you know, just all the different ways people can make these stories up. And when you hire somebody that doesn't have excitement, passion driven to support, at the very least respect for the people that you're serving, they're never going to be able to show up the right way. They're never going to feel 100%, even if they are the best at what they do, they're not going to stay long. They're not going to be invested. It really affects tenure and loyalty. So those are the four alignments. So you have culture, position, you as the boss, and clients. If you think about this in creating your vetting process, it will make a big difference. Wow. And when you said that statistic,
0: that the average employee is only there 18 to 36 months, yeah, you cannot spend time dilly-dallying with people thinking, oh, if I just give them more training. Oh, if I just, they're, they're going to improve. She's really nice. And she
1: needs the job. No, no. It's, it's, It's a great point. Yeah. And well, and, and, you know, it comes from a good place. We know we're, we're big hearts. We're caregivers. We believe we can fix people or there's something in them that, you know, reminds you of you, but for you to be the best possible contributor to your community, to your business, to your family, Let's build a hugely successful, profitable business first, and then call me when you get your first $5 and we will build you an internship program after the fact. But right now, we need to get your company successful so you can help all those customers that are waiting for you. And we can only get there fast enough if we get more profitable, if we get more help, if we've got the right people on our company. Exactly. You
0: know, we are not meant to do business alone. And everybody thinks that we have to be wearing all of the hats all of the time. And it's a myth. Uh -uh. Again, it's a story
1: that we have told ourselves. Yeah. And you know, the, like the, I'm not kidding if i had to format another document again in my life i would probably go through about seven laptops i'm the person that will obsess that it's like if i hit the tab button it goes to the two-third point i want it in the middle point what if i try and I go space 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 now all the lines don't like i mean i will i will go down the crazy train there right Mm -hmm. and so i'm really careful about not doing that if i and and here's a tip right if you're in your business and you're doing something that makes you frustrated or gets you angry. This is a sign that you're not supposed to do it. Now you might be angry because you delegated it to someone that's not doing it. So you either have a management issue that you're not comfortable to talk about and we can talk about those, or you have a situation where you have the wrong person and then you're mad that they're not doing the job. So, right, you know, what's going on there? Do we have to let them go? Do we have to work on your management skills so you can mentor them up? You know, it depends on where we are in the process, but oftentimes that anger and frustration is a sign that you're, you're spending time on something, you know, is not in the best of your company or yourself. And, and that's, that's kind of like a little, uh, why am I doing this? What's going on? Why is this in somebody else's ball court? That is such
0: a great point. And I've never really thought about delegating in that light before because we well, and all, yeah. I mean, we've all had those tasks where we get frustrated and angry and you question every single day, why am I doing this? This takes yes. me time, which okay, if I wasn't spending time on this, I could be spending time on my income producing activities, the things that actually will move me forward.
1: So we mm-hmm. need the to- joyful part of what you like doing, right, right? Exactly. Because we should be hiring people to do the other stuff. And here's the thing, whatever you hate doing people Someone else loves to do, loves it. Like somebody loves cleaning bathrooms and I love that person. They Mm -hmm. love seeing it sparkling clean and everything perfect. And they just, it makes them feel accomplished and done, right? There's somebody that loves to do all the pieces of your business that you don't love to do. So give them the space to believe that, value that contribution to your company. And now let's start getting the right people on your team. Yeah, because when you stay within your zone of genius,
0: And you delegate to those rock stars that love that sparkling clean bathroom because that's, you know, I love the end result. I don't like how I get there. So
1: yeah I I love it. That is perfectly stated. And it's totally okay if your business isn't letting you outsource cleaning the bathroom yet. Although the day that happens, it's a good day, everybody. So we do all clean the bathroom until we can afford to pay someone to clean the bathroom, right? And that's okay. We have to grow our business. We have to decide where our resources go. But the sooner we invest those resources in someone that is freeing up yours, the business owner, the boss, to be out there doing what only the boss can be doing, whether that's shifting into the supportive role, which, by the way, the boss management is supporting your team. When you shift into that supporting role of helping your team be successful and then you're just doing your special genius parts, the business gets more profitable. So now you can afford to pay somebody to clean the bathrooms and help you with your SEO.
0: Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes to all of it. It is not as complicated as we are making it out to be. So take the time and get super clear. What does success look like to you? Once you know the answer to that question, that's where you can reverse engineer and implement every single thing that Talmar has just taught you today.
1: Oh, yeah. It's again, and if you don't want to invent the wheel, that's what we're here for. But I will tell you really truthfully, it can be as simple as we've discussed today. If you just take the time, start to plan before you start, really understand how they're gonna prove to you that they're the person that can get your company's website on the first page in a reasonable amount of time, which you know you might not know what that time is, but as you start to interview people. You say, okay, if I have a a company like this and I'm on whatever page now, what's a reasonable amount of time? And when you go through those two or three or four people that you're going to be interviewing, you should have a consensus on how long that should take. If one person is telling you it's going to take, you know, 15 months and the rest are telling you eight to nine months, well, then you can probably reasonably expect eight to nine months. Yes. Oh, so good. Tomar,
0: thank you so much for sharing all of these juicy nuggets
1: with our listeners. Anytime. Anytime. I love this stuff. I just want everybody to know it does not have to be hard to find and build your kick-ass team. It's just it's being a boss is the most fun. And it's the part people forgot that when they saw that vision of being a business owner, they were high-fiving someone. That was in your dream. I promise you. You were never sitting alone in a room high-fiving the camera. I mean, maybe you were, but probably not. Such a good point. Talmar, how can we get into your world and learn more about you? Oh, I'm so excited. So one of the things that we're going to do, because Amy and I were talking about how best to be of service, we're going to make sure that uh, you all get access to a link that will let you um, find out which type of boss you are. It's just like, I think it's like four or five questions assessment and it'll, it'll look at the kind of boss you are, right? Whether you think you're a micromanager or a let's be friends. So there's certain types and whatever you think, I promise you, it almost never works out that way. It'll be really interesting, but then we send you some results and you can get on our list if you want to. I would love to see you all in there. Amazing.
0: So be sure to check the show notes for a direct link to that freebie. Take the quiz and reach out to Telmar with what you learned about yourself. Share your biggest takeaway with her because that just right there, I mean, it just feels so good to get that feedback. Like, oh my gosh, you totally transformed this for me. I had this aha moment. And as a business owner, that is one of the best things you can do to support a fellow business.
1: I agree. I agree. It's the gold, right? Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much. This was absolutely incredible.
1: I appreciate you and your time.
0: Thanks so much for sharing this with me. Oh, it was my pleasure. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.